Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire. For Wednesday, November 23rd, if you're brand new to the podcast and just tuning in, happy Thanksgiving week to one and all, even the haters, yes, even you guys. Uh, This is a special week with the World Cup in play, college football has a monster weekend, three NFL games on Thanksgiving. I mean, what a week this is. I hope everybody is having a safe Thanksgiving travel week. I know it can be nightmarish at the airports. Uh, If you are listening to this while traveling, kudos to you for going to see family members. I will be traveling indeed. So this will be the final podcast for the week. Correct. I will have no podcast previewing USA England. I will have no podcast previewing Ohio State Michigan. We're just going to jam it all into this one. And in addition, we've got a special guest. Followers of my longtime radio show and now the podcast. I think this is year three of the podcast. You guys know I'm a huge Jets fan. 
You guys know I rooted hard for Mark Sanchez and the Jets when they went to -to back-to-back AFC championship games. I'm the kind of guy who buys his kids Jets gear, and they're like, I'm not wearing this. Like, why do you root for the Jets? What is the deal, Dad? And they're still young. Mark Sanchez is the guest on today's podcast. I I got into the highs with the Jets. I did not get into the butt fumble and all that. Who cares? Nobody cares about the butt fumble. That's old. Um, I think you're going to enjoy it. We talk about this week's games. He's now an announcer. It's good stuff. Uh, and we'll talk about that guy, Zach Wilson, in New York. Madness going on. I, I'm looking for an overarching story to start the podcast. I, I wanted it to be Baker Mayfield, but guys, it's just so weird. No, I don't think anybody really cares that Baker Mayfield is now going to the bench and Sam Darnold's going to be the starter in Carolina. It is very strange. I, I Honestly, I mean, was it three years ago? I think it was the COVID. 2020 was the year that the Browns went to the playoffs, beat the Steelers badly with Baker at quarterback, then had the Chiefs on the ropes. Mahomes gets a concussion. But Stefanski didn't trust Baker to throw the ball. They ended up punting, and they never get the ball back. It's been all downhill from Baker from there. All downhill. And now he's in Carolina. And now he's the backup again. Sam Darnold's getting a shot this weekend. And I don't even know that anybody really cares. I mean, that is how quickly you can rise to the top. And Baker was never even one of the top quarterbacks. He was just leading the league in commercials. But that's how swift the drop is. There's always someone new coming. You got to stay on your game. I kind of feel the same way about sports media. I'm always looking over my shoulder. Who's next? Who else is talking about what I'm talking about? Who else is trying to deliver all the goods that I am? Who else is a triple threat like I am? I got to be, honestly, I I mean, (laughs) maybe that's a little paranoia on my end, but I'm always looking over my shoulder trying to get better and, and not really worrying about my spot, but always trying to bolster myself and continuously improve. you got to continuously be moving forward. Baker's not. He's a backup now in Carolina. I don't know that anybody cares. I was uh, texting a couple friends. I'm like, oh, should I start Sam Darnold in fantasy? Because I have Kirk Cousins and he's got a night game. We'll talk about that. And both of my responses were, is Baker not even starting? Like nobody knew. Now, maybe it's chalk it up to Thanksgiving. It's a travel week. There's a lot happening. Obviously, there's this Lane Kiffin story happening in college football. Is he or is he not leaving Ole Miss for Auburn? Is he is he denying it so fiercely on social media, the Auburn, that he just wants his players to lock in before the Egg Bowl, then he's going to bolt? Like, come on. None of these coaches, they don't. Listen, the players don't owe the coaches anything. The coaches don't owe the players anything. That's where we are in college football. The transfer portal is awesome. And they, the players finally have the power. Coaches leave all the time, leave the players high and dry. Why can't the players do the same? And now they are through the transfer portal. So when Lane Kiffin goes, Ole Miss better have somebody quickly ready to save whatever good players are in that program because the exodus will be swift. And everybody who Lane recruited there is going to be like, oh, Lane, can I come with you? Can I level up to Auburn? Although I don't know if it's leveling up, although Auburn's a very strong program. But it, like college football is going through some stuff, you know? It's just a great time in sports. I told you guys this was going to be the best month. We had the Maui Classic last night. Did anybody see Arkansas Creighton? I told you guys to bet on Creighton. Creighton delivered. It was it was dicey for a moment. Creighton wins and covers. It looked like an Elite Eight kind of matchup in November. It was just a great basketball game. Uh, speaking of basketball, I'll only be brief before we get to Mark Sanchez, our guest. 
the Sacramento Kings won again. That's seven straight. Remember, guys, we did the NBA preview. I know the diehard, the tier one listeners, as Rob likes to call them, they'll remember. I have the Kings over. I have them in the playoffs. You scoffed. They're third in the West. It's a long season. It's a marathon. We're like one, what is 16 games is like the one-fifth mark about, thereabouts. Um, But they're looking great. Seven straight wins. They beat John Morant. John Morant tried to talk trash to Malik Monk at the foul line, and Malik Monk hit both of his free throws. You love to see it. I'm enjoying the Sacramento Kings. Um, But without further ado, I think we need to get to our guest. We'll do best bets at the end of the podcast. Uh, I've laid a lot of bets for World Cup, college football, NFL, obviously, Thanksgiving bets, but we'll do that after former New York Jets quarterback. I think the winningest Jets playoff quarterback in the history of the franchise, Mark Sanchez. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome into Straight Fire a a legend in New York Jets history. I haven't officially checked, but I don't know that anybody has more playoff wins as a quarterback than this gentleman. He now calls games for Fox. He goes on the studio shows. He's a former USC quarterback. Mark Sanchez is in the building. Mark, what up? Straight fire, dude. Great, great title. I'm fired up to be on. Dude, it's so funny that uh, I'm telling you, like my kid um, was born March. I I think my kid was about to turn one the year you guys went to the AFC championship. Oh, Um, You know, and I remember getting Jets gear for for my young son. My daughter had not been (laughs) born at the time. And I was I was like a big Sanchez guy. I was like, dude, Sanchez is leading us to victories. We got the offensive line, the defense and two AFC title games, man. We have not been back to the playoffs since the loss to Pittsburgh. And I can say we on this podcast. Um, First of all, I I remember being at a party. um, Let's just say there were some uh, under the influence of some things at that party because we were fired up. We thought we were going to the Super Bowl. And I all I remember is awful first half. You guys are down a ton, and then you start oh. leading this incredible comeback. I want to. I want Dude. you to go quickly back to being on the bench. The Jets' defense. All they need is one stop to get Ben Roethlisberger off the field. Right? There's I like know. three or four minutes left. We almost had an interception too. Uh, yes. I think it was like the second or third drive. Um, and Kyle Wilson plays great coverage, and it, he just dropped the ball. Like physical mistake, but he was in the right spot and everything. But we we were marching back, dude. Honestly. People talk about like the goal line stand, you know, the Roethlisberger play at the end. But I feel like the goal line stand where we didn't score, that one crushed us. That mm-hmm. took a little like lead out of our pencil, you know, like we were just like, damn, that one hurt. Then the real one was before halftime. Looking back now, like as a play caller, I bet Shoddy would be like, you know, we could just hand the ball off here. Like we're not really getting anything. Yeah, and it was the sack fumble that they returned. Mm. That one sucked, and they hit us with a blitz from the field and smoked us. Um, that one sucked because right before halftime, we weren't. You know, it's kind of like a moot point anyway. We knew we were getting our asses kicked, and it was like, all right, let's just get to the halftime and regroup and you know make a run at this thing and see what happens. You know, and games like that, it feels more like you run out of time. 
you know, it doesn't feel like you lose, like, cause yeah. we were so competitive in it and like had so many chances. It was just, uh, it was tough, man. The other thing, I mean, you got to give them credit too. Like that entire first quarter, they had the ball for like 14 minutes or some yeah. ridiculous. So we were, I mean, I was just freezing my ass off on the sidelines. Like, dude, yeah. can we play please? Yeah. Uh, so man, unbelievable. Uh, the, I guess the weird part is like everybody's career took a turn after that season. Like Rex Ryan, quickly flamed out you know you had a tough go there in new york with the media and like yeah. all, you know and whatever um but I, i'm just curious that we talk you know during commercials at the herd and i pepper you with questions just because i want to learn and find stuff out but i am curious like do you still remember like plays vividly from yeah. a decade ago like this is over 10 years ago now yeah of course i don't know I don't know. I think you have that kind of memory. I mean, I'm not like photographic like uh, McVeigh, but um, yeah, I got a pretty good memory with stuff like that. Like you, what's crazy is like when you go to, uh, when we had our playoff game against the Chargers, um, walking on the field, like the same groundskeepers or whatever, it smelled like the Coliseum, the grass and everything. <laughs> okay. So when we go on, we're on the road and I walked in, for that playoff game. And I, sm- I was like, damn, that smells like, like home. Like that smells yeah. like the collie, you know? And then they go over the loudspeaker testing, testing one, two, three. It was the same announcer from the Coliseum. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God, boys, we're winning this one. Like, let's go. You know, like there was no way we could lose that, you know? So those kind of memories and, and I've, I've always been better with, you know, like learning offenses and code words and, pictures and stuff i just have a good way of remembering that stuff and um some good ones some not so good ones <laughs> yeah I-, I am curious uh we there there was news today uh we're recording this on tuesday that baker mayfield is not going to start for carolina this week it's going to be sam darnold sam yeah. darnold back giving a shot coming off the injury uh mark it- it's weird anybody who gets drafted in the first round you're either really really good or they they deem you like a bust and then you're quickly out of the league. That that's what it feels like. And I know that it's not fair, right? Obviously if you're like a third round pick and you don't work, you're not a bust because you weren't a first round pick. The media has right. this weird way of, of, of doing that. I don't know. Your guess right now, do you think Baker Mayfield is on an NFL roster week one, 2023? Next year? Yes, for sure. And I think part okay. of the reason, yeah, he'll be because he's a first rounder, right? Like a lot of people had first round grades on him. And you got to remember, everybody, even, uh, you know, when Baker was drafted and other teams have their quarterback, you still grade those guys. You still give them draft grades and watch all their tape because at some point he could be available, right? And you got to go back to your report and figure out, okay, where do we like this guy? Maybe we didn't see him as the number one overall pick, but we thought we had a you know late first-round grade on him or mid-first-round grade on him, whatever. Here's what we like. Here's where we write about him based on our assessment. What have we seen? Boom. And then you're going to watch all that tape again to decide whether or not you're going to pull the trigger on acquiring him as a quarterback. Well, they do that for every position. So they have these books of reports on everybody in every building. Um, but – I think part of the reason that Baker's not going to play as well is, well, one, last week didn't go so well but um, in Baltimore, but part of it is like playtime. If he hits a certain percentage of playtime, yeah. then the pick they give to mm-hmm. uh, the Browns changes, I believe, and it yeah. goes from like a fifth to a fourth or so- something like that. So they're trying to save some draft capital. Yeah, it's weird. 
And they got to make a decision who, on Sam, like a definitive one. They Are do, we keeping yeah. him around to be a veteran presence for whoever we're coach. drafting or yeah. Corral maybe? I don't Corral, know. Because yeah. Remember, Corral went down. I don't, I don't know what they're going to do. Um, but, you know, it could be an attractive place. I think over the next two seasons, they have over the next two drafts in 23 and 24, they have the almost the equivalent of three total drafts pick-wise. Right, oh, so wow. they have their first through seventh or whatever, both years, and then a two, three, four, five, and six or something. So it's, I mean, they're going to have some serious players to uh, to evaluate and and decide on. Yeah, I just some guys. It seems like they're fine holding a clipboard. Chase Daniel uh, was not a first round pick. He's playing for Case yeah. Keenum. You know, these guys are fine making money sitting on the bench. I just don't know if Baker's wired that way. You know, he is so competitive. It could be hard, and that's why a lot of guys can't go into that role, right? Like, they're so alpha that if you bring them in, it will disrupt what you have going for your starter. And the most important thing, in my opinion, for the starting quarterback, unless they're, you know, well well into their 30s or something as a starter, is to have that veteran presence to have a guy like Baker if he wanted to do that for a young guy and help a young guy because he's seen it all under the sun the same way I got to do it with uh, Mitch Trubisky with um, Dak Prescott like that just becomes your role and it's no longer about you you break down tape and make cut-ups for the starter and um, it's a different role it's not what you uh, imagined or grew up dreaming about you know I don't think anybody's like yeah I want to be a backup quarterback in the NFL <laughs> but um, it you know it's a solid gig and you're you're one play away pays well you're not taking any hits right I mean you're, you're <laughs> I know still on the, outside, the roster it sounds, yeah it sounds good you know but it's just but on you the inside play dude so no, listen bad, you know uh, listen I, I was at FS1 I was on a show daily then I wasn't and you're like coming off the bench, filling in, and it feels great when you fill in, but when you're not, you're just like, what am I, you know? It's weird. What's going on? It's, a weird... it's just a weird feeling. Now, I can't imagine you. You were a starter all in high school, you know, USC, yeah. uh, first-round pick, top-ten guy, Jets success, and then, yeah, the, the Dak Prescott thing. Did By the way, did you ever see Dak Prescott becoming this dude from his rookie year? Well, I thought, I thought he was going to be a stud because of the way he worked at it. And we had a conversation early when I got there. I had the same conversation with Mitch, but I basically said to those guys, like, dude, I know what you're going through. I uh, am happy to help you. I've made plenty of mistakes that you can learn from without making some of those mistakes. Uh, There's some things that I did really well that I can help you with as well. I know footwork. I know mechanics. Like, I'll help you learn this playbook. Whatever you need from me, I'll help you. But if you want me to help you, I'm going to tell you everything. Like everything I see, good, bad, ugly, if your footwork sucks, if your demeanor sucks, if, you know, I need to pull you aside and whatever, I'm going to do that. At any point, you can just tell me to shut the hell up and leave you alone (laughs) and no problem. You're not going to hurt my feelings. You're not going to make me cry. Like it's all good. Totally professional. We're good. But if you want me to help, I'm going to help and I'm going to do it my way. And I'm going to tell you. And Dak was like all in Mitch all in. They're like, bro, just give me whatever you got. And so did you ever deal with someone who wasn't all in? Um, well, were you with Gino Smith in New York? uh -uh. Well, Gino, but I wasn't helping Gino. You know what I mean? I was still the the starter and then I got hurt and then he started playing and then I was out of there. 
So I never really had that kind of relationship, you know? Um, mm. And yeah, the, the other guys that I've been around have been awesome, man. Just total first class dudes. And I mean, I, I would, I would walk up to Dak like during a, just some practices, you know, just they like ooze and they suck and they're slow and it's hot and everybody's tired and it's training camp, whatever. And so I just go pull them aside, you know, kind of quietly. Hey, pick this shit up for, let's go. <laughs> You're the man. Let's go get yeah. these guys going, man. Give me some juice. Fake it. If you have to go win an Oscar, <laughs> let's go, you know, just gas them up a little bit. Um, when we're watching tape, you know, I would do silly, um, you know, I'd do like a Gruden impression or I'd do, uh, you know, just silly voices or whatever, talking about coverages and stuff just to lighten it up, keep it interesting because you go through so many clips and it's after practice and guys get tired and stuff. And oh, yeah. So you just remind guys, hey, you, uh, you know, you say the down and distance, you tell me uh, the formation, you tell me personnel every clip just to keep everybody involved, whatever it takes, you know, because those were tactics that were used with me. When I had Brunel, Kevin O'Connell, Schottenheimer, uh, you know, uh, our uh, our quarterback coach. Um, oh my God! Jeez, uh, Louise, former player. Holy I'm kind of hung up on Schottenheimer because uh, you you know Schottenheimer was like the number one enemy of all Jets fans. Like we we have the worst offense. What is this guy doing? Dude, Get him out of here! I, yeah, they did. They didn't. I, didn't like understand I know you defended that. him to me. I know. I mean. Yeah, like it wasn't perfect, but listen, I don't it's care who pre- you are. Like predictable you... was was the word, um, but I don't want to talk about shot number. Let me go back to Dallas uh, real quick. Were you there when Romo got hurt? Uh, I was talking about Kavanaugh, by the way, but uh, yes. Oh, so yeah, right. that was so weird, right? Because Tony gets hurt. That's why I went there because I was in Denver. Uh... Then I got released from Denver and sent to Dallas. So, um, yeah, it was totally wild. That whole year was totally wild because Tony was, like, getting ready to try and come back. And we'd run, like, scripted plays for Tony in practice while Dak was on, like, a 13-game win streak. Like, it was Jeez. it was really – it was a really strange situation. I've never seen anything like that. Um, and part of the – part of the deal was I was there to help Dak, you know, and get him ready to play. So it made my relationship with Tony, like we'd always been cool, but it was kind of weird, you know, because I'm helping the guy who's like replacing it, you know, but oh, those yeah. are my marching orders kind of thing. Like, yeah. what am I going to do? So yeah. it was, uh, it was definitely a unique year. And, uh, you know, Tony came in at the end of the year, like threw a touchdown pass at the end of the year. And, and that was kind of it. But I think there were, there were some rumble rumblings in the building, like Tony was going to come back and play. And I'm like, dude, you can't take this kid off the field. Yeah. He just ripped off all these wins in a row. What are we doing? Yeah. You know? And uh, so it was, it was, that was a wild year. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Vredestein Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Vredestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Let's fast forward to the current Jets uh, season. And I don't know how you're not. Are you calling the Jets game this week or no? No, no, no. Okay, good. Um, so the Zach Wilson stuff. Obviously, you're getting bombarded. I'm Jets sure. Bears, right? Bears, Jeff. Uh, Jets, Bears. Yeah, still no word on <laughs> Justin Fields, but every the, the line is telling you he's not going to play. But the yeah. Zach Wilson stuff. Um, I don't know, man. I compared this Jets team to when you were a rookie, and it was like they we got were. a good. But except the O line, what you had was incredible. Now it's yeah. all beat up. But the defense yeah. is awesome, and. Zach Wilson totally vomits all over himself and then says, no, he didn't let the defense down. I don't know, man. Did anybody ask you to reach out to Zach Wilson and be like, yo, Zach, hey. I would I was a former be Jets happy to. I know, the, the media is coming after him, Mark. Well, it's – when you're the quarterback, that's the way it goes, right? And the first thing you do is just get ahead of it. You go out there and you stink up the joint and you play bad. Like, they're going to write that you played bad, okay? You played poorly. Like, 
He threw five interceptions. Whatever it is, like, yeah. it, they have to write about it. Just like when you play well, they write that too. So you might as well just get ahead of it and just say, you know, we got to get better and it starts with me. That's all he had to do was just own it immediately. And, yeah, I mean, it's nobody wants to stand up there and take bullets like that, but that's just <laughs> what you do. That's part of your job description of being the quarterback. Whether the guy ran the wrong route or whatever, you protect those guys. And you protect those relationships because guys realize that. They see it just like they're watching him now. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know if that's really it or if that's the guy we want because he didn't own it. And um, then you get the question, you know, it's kind of a cheap-ass question. of Well, did you let the defense – he wouldn't have got the crappy question if he would have just given the good answer at the beginning and just said, hey, I got to be better. And we'll, we'll get it figured out this week, but it starts with me. Boom. And he's done with it. And then, you know, you answer questions about the game, whatever. But the way it all went down, it just looked insecure and childish. And, and what do you think? Like, it, yeah. What do you think it says about him? Too immature to be a quarterback in the NFL? Well, I mean, listen, there are times when, you know, I wanted to say a lot of other things and I never did. Um, because that's just not what you do. You got to kind of just fall on the sword, dude. I don't know. It's it's a weird, it's a weird deal, and and that's unfortunately you know one of the tough parts about the position. You know, there's a lot of really cool things that come with the position. That's definitely not one of them. And, yeah, being um, the face of the franchise must be fun, right? You were doing. I mean, spreads, you're on <laughs> you get to do boards. a lot of cool stuff. So if you're ever yeah. going to complain, like then take away the fun stuff too. You know, it's not fair um, to to complain about one you know, bad part or bad attribute of being a quarterback. So I'm Woody Johnson, billionaire owner of the Jets, and, you know, we've had trouble getting a quarterback since you left. I mean, we tried Fitzpatrick, Sam Darnold, uh, Zach Wilson. I'm sure there were some other guys. It doesn't really matter. So I call you up. I say, Mark, hey, you know a lot about being quarterback. You're calling games. You're crushing it. If I have the chance to go get Derek Carr or Jimmy Garoppolo, which one do you think I should Ooh. go after for the Jets' offense? Because if Jimmy G is going to be a free agent now, if he goes to the Super Bowl, it'll be very interesting to see what San Fran does. But Carr, oh they have what an out on. No, no, this is real. They have an out with Carr where it's not a big cap hit, and then Josh McDaniels can play his whole. I, I need just I just need to get my own quarterback in here, run this the, the offense. Right. What do you tell Woody? If I had to pick between those two, gosh. I don't know that there's another guy out there that's interesting. I mean, maybe Ryan Tannehill hits the market, but I, I I would take either of those two over Tannehill. Maybe you would disagree. I mean, the three of them are all similar in a lot of ways. Um, they're so hard to to evaluate because of their different circumstances and trying to fit them into this offense like Jimmy G um I mean he's in an offense where they they know how to run the rock you know so he's going to get you in the right run calls for sure it's a wordy offense you know a lot of long play calls and stuff so I know he can handle it mentally and LaFleur um, knows him from San Francisco yeah so I mean that could be – that's what you want, right? The most familiarity you can, the, the consistency, you know, the same staff, the same room, 
keep guys together so it keeps growing and keeps building. Um, and so any kind of, you know, familiarity like that, I think, I think that would be good for, for somebody like Jimmy G. I'd, I'd, I'd probably go with him to be honest. I, I think, I think he gets, you know, an unfair shake on some of this stuff. You know, he lost the Super Bowl, but he played all right other than like two throws in that game. Like he had, don't forget, he had him out in front. Like, yeah, play well. So, do, do um, you think he could handle New York? Because uh, the media spotlight that guy, we, we know allegedly he was like, you know, hanging out with an adult film star. And like, I, I don't know if he's going <laughs> to, he's a single guy, you know. Yeah, I don't know. He's going to, uh, he's going to enjoy New York City, as I'm sure you did and Darnold did. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be interesting. <laughs> Give us some good, some good stories, though. I mean, yeah, that's Poor a problem. Page, Page six, six is, be all yeah, over him. <laughs> exactly. Just, now you're not getting oh, that with Derek smokes. Carr. Derek Carr, family guy, yeah, very religious. Not. He's not yeah. going out, but he has four fewer playoff wins than you do. Yeah, and, gosh, I don't know. Whatever that's worth, quarterback wins. I know people hate that stat, but Jimmy GQ, baby. Yeah, I mean that that's going to be it's it's good for New York, but you know, you even said this to me like the Jets have tried with the young guys, they've tried it's time with this defense to get a veteran in there who can get them into the playoffs. Right? I know yeah, I know you get him over the hump, get him in the tournament, you know. Yeah. Get him in there. They yeah. don't have a franchise quarterback like honestly, is Derek Carr that much worse than like Kirk Cousins? Is Jimmy G worse than Kirk Cousins? I, I they're in the same ballpark, right? Kirk Cousins is balling. I mean, other he than this right last now. game, he's playing well. Right. But he's that's good. the other thing, too, is like, look at those rosters. Are they the same rosters as the Jets right now? Now the Jets have gotten a lot better, but you need Brees Hall back. You need that offensive line back. I mean, they're down players, and the quarterback's not playing well. I mean, that's like the worst combination you can get. Even if the quarterback plays decent, but you're down players, you're still going to get boat raced. Like, it's hard when your roster doesn't match up like that. So um, they're going to need more weapons and getting guys healthy, whoever it is, whoever the trigger man is, they need, they need some weapons. Now, if you remember when you were a young guy with the jets, they brought in, I think Braylon Edwards early. Yeah. And week they brought four. in Antonio Holmes. And then they brought in tone the next year, the next year. Yeah. Okay. So then it was, uh, Cautry, Santonio, um, Braylon, Dustin Keller, Ladanian Tomlinson, and Sean Green. Those so, are some weapons. <laughs> yeah, like I'd take that roster any day. You know what I mean? And those were my best couple years. That that was my best production because you get good players. You know, it's like, you know, I I I don't agree with a lot of the takes where people are like, "Oh, that guy sucks." Well, hold on now, who's he playing with? <laughs> yeah. Put him on another team. I don't know if he sucks that bad. I think well, it's just funny. fine. I mean, you know, it's not funny, but uh, Tua struggled. Brian Flores, very adamant, he didn't. Great work. example. And they bring in Tyree Kill. Now the Jets were finalists allegedly for Tyree Kill. I think Rosenhaus's agent just steered him to Miami, the taxes and all that fun stuff. But what does Zach Wilson look like with Tyree Kill? Yeah, if he's uh, in, and Ma- playing in Miami right now. Yeah, and Jalen Waddle. Like, okay, you know, those guys have what I saw a stat today. Jalen Waddle's got. Almost 900 receiving yards and and Tyree kills like at 1100 or something. I mean, those guys are balling. So he's also got a guy dialing him up uh, um, as a head coach and and coordinator. So do you uh, know that guy at all, McDaniel? I don't. He's he seems awesome though, and he's you know from that Shanahan tree. 
But uh, so they got that the whole zone run game attack, the outside zone attack and all that. Uh, but they had plenty of gap trap and man stuff that they used. And um, they, I mean, the they look like they're just playing fast stuff? break football. Are, are the Jets running basketball. similar stuff, just not as explosive because they don't have the guys to get open that quickly? Yeah, and they're they've just been very conservative the last few weeks. You know, like they're they're only throwing it like twenty something times. You know, low twenties. It's like the ceiling for them right now because yeah. they just don't want to air it out like that and potentially lose the ball. They'd rather run it three times in a row and waste more clock and shorten the game and let the defense go make plays and try and win with defense and special teams and all that. And that kind of backfired last week with the punt return. But yeah, and although there remember, were a couple blocks in the back now. You yes, see that? there were indeed. Uh, but wow. let's remember the Jets are on their, from, from the week one projected starting offensive line, they're on their backup or third string left tackle in Brown. They're on their backup right tackle in Ogbui, who I don't even think was there on the team at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Um so, so he's down his top two tackles. Miami went and spent on uh, Armstead from New Orleans. He struggled early, but he seems to be doing great now. It's just like, and I'm not giving Zach Wilson a pass. He's been bad. But the circumstance, I mean, he loses Corey Davis. He was, the, I think, you know, their number one receiver coming into the yeah, season. Yeah, that was huge. That was huge. The injuries like, just, just crippled this team. And, I mean, it makes it tough. And then when you try and do too much and try and win it all in one play like Zach has done, this year, then it goes even farther south, you know. No bueno. And then um, it becomes his fault, you know, to to people when it's already a bad situation. It, it, you're making it worse, you know. Let me just ask you about two games this week, real quick, and we can wrap up. Um, yeah, yeah. Bengals at Titans. I don't know if either of these teams are very good, but as a Jets fan, I have to root big time for the Titans because the Bengals' schedule is brutal, and they could easily fall off a cliff. Like the schedule is very difficult. I think they're rated number one toughest schedule rest of the way. Yeah, um, and they dropped some early ones that they needed. You know, plus yeah. just look at the quarterbacks they're about to play, right? Like they played a bunch of backup guys early on in the season and lost a couple of those games. They're going to have to play Deshaun Watson later on with the Browns. They're going to have to play like Brady, Mahomes. You know, their, their schedule's just brutal. So the other thing, too, about Tennessee, we did their week one game. Their season kind of starts off the way their running game starts every game. Like a couple yards here and there, a couple yards here and there. Pretty soon those three, four-yard gains turn into six, seven, eights, nines, boom. And then there goes Derrick Henry, and he blows the doors off, you know? And his average goes from like a couple, couple yards of carry to like explodes because he has a 75-yard run or whatever. So that's they're like a they're like a late-in-the-year kind of blooming team. And they're just a physical group, man, really physical group. I think uh, that defense. I mean, Vrabel's awesome. I, I I really I really loved watching their practice. I loved um, just seeing his his whole outfit, man. He I think he does a really good job. I'm curious. Any coaches uh, shutter you from going to practice? I know when you call games, usually you go to the team's practice. Any team be like, "Oh yeah, you can't be here, dude." No, um, they don't. I mean, you're, you're allowed to go to one, you know, and you go on Fridays. Some teams are a little weird about like you going to walk through because they don't want, you know, like if I won't know the system necessarily, but I'll have a pretty good idea what they're talking about and what they're trying to do. So, mm-hmm. you know, some teams are just like, they don't want you hearing all that. But I mean, I would never like put that out or tell them, yeah. you know, it just puts your job at risk. Like it's silly. And uh, I, I want it more for 
just so I can frame the game. So I have an idea of how each team's going to attack each other. And then I can kind of give a good perspective to the audience. Like they're doing this because, you know, give the, the how and the why, not just the who and the what during the game is, is kind of the goal. So um, most teams are cool though. Uh, we'll wrap up Chargers Cardinals. It kind of sort of feels like two coaches who are, I don't know if flailing is the right word and you never want to try to fire somebody, but Staley is on the struggle bus and Cliff Kingsbury four and seven. Now he doesn't have Kyler Murray all the time, but after going to the playoffs Cardinals, you know, I mean, if they win like five or six games, I don't know what they do at head coach. I know he just got a new deal and the Chargers, we know that there's a long line of coaches lining up to coach Justin Herbert. Coach Herbert. Yeah. yeah. I so I don't know. What I mean, do you, what do they, you make of these two teams? I mean, they had the Chiefs on the road. They beat the Chiefs earlier in the year, right? I think. Uh, they Did lost. They? Uh, Herbert threw the pick six and they lost. That's the right. That's right. Okay. So, and both games were like down to the wire, you know, and they they just kind of fallen on that negative side of it. In a bunch of these close games, um, you know, they squeaked one out in, in Cleveland early in the year when they went for it. Um, and, you know, they're awfully aggressive with the fourth down stuff. But, um, gosh. Yeah, I, I don't know if they they got to go on a serious run. But once again, it's the injuries. Look at Keenan Allen's been out. This is the first year that Herbert hasn't had like his guys consistently, and uh, they're dealing with some some major injuries um, up front with their line. Bosa, um, yeah, Bosa at the beginning of the year, like that. I mean, that crushes your team, and when you lose that kind of production, and you got to plug and play. Like it's one thing if one superstar goes down. You know, and everybody's got to kind of tighten up and figure it out and do some patchwork and put some different guys in there, find the combination that works. If it's offense line or whatever, shuffle some guys around. But when it's multiple guys at different position groups, I mean, it, it makes it almost impossible to to find any kind of rhythm. Yeah, when you look at the healthiest teams, the Vikings are one of the healthiest or had been. Oh, yeah. Um, they're just, you know, having a great season. Chiefs have been incredibly healthy. Eagles very healthy. When you're healthy, you're going to do well. Now, the Jaguars are the weird one. They've lost a bunch of close games. And then, of course, the the healthiest or the teams that have the most injuries, Denver Broncos, most guys on oh, IR, yeah. Chargers, yeah. Saints. I didn't realize how bad the Saints were. My goodness. Dude, they are, they are like, <laughs> it's like an infirmary down there. Yeah, I had them it's as a team. That's way off. Uh, but all right, Mark, here we go. Uh, it's Thanksgiving week. Um, let me hear your NFC and AFC championship game projections. Ooh, lot to sort through. But I mean, you've seen you, by eleven weeks, we got a good sample size of, of what's out there right now. Vikings, Eagles. Wow, no Cowboys, Niners, huh? Vikings, Niners, Vikings, Cowboys. I like the Vikings. You do? Okay, I do. I know they got smacked last week, and everybody lays an egg every year, right? Other than the well, the Patriots kind of laid an egg in that Super Bowl when they went undefeated, yeah. but uh. But Tampa Bay, eh, I don't know if they got the power to do it, man. They're they're a little banged up. Okay, Vikings, uh, AFC, AFC. I mean, you can't you can't say anything without the Chiefs. Yeah, Bills. I, yeah, Chiefs Bills again. I, I don't see with. anybody pulling like a Bengals from last year. You know, there'll be one. There'll be a dark horse in there. Somebody's gonna. Somebody's gonna. You know who else is going to be a tough out? I think uh, Seattle's going to be a tough out. Really? 
Yeah, they're going to jack some teams up. Watch, they'll they'll sneak in the playoffs and they'll steal a win, or Same they'll if... they'll find a way to get like a home game, you know, and that would be massive to have that kind of crowd and yeah, that'd be uh, that'd be a big one. Um, I'm trying to think. The Titans too, I think, in the AFC can can do some damage. That's just a tough physical group. They'll they'll beat you up. Saying it for your guy Pete Carroll. Obviously, <laughs> no. I, I just right. think I think they're playing all right. You know, I, I Geno Smith is playing out of his mind. You know, in the first couple of weeks, I was kind of waiting for him to come back down to earth, and then once I saw it at their practice and stuff, I was like, okay, I get it. I I, I understand why he's doing what he's doing, and he's focused. He's dialed in. He's hungry. And he's finally getting a shot. So it's cool. Yeah. Mark Sanchez, former Jets legend. Um, I could say legend. I mean, come on, dude. It's it's, it's what you were. Uh, who, seriously, who who is the who was the best Jets quarterback over the last thirty five years? Ken O'Brien, Chad Pennington, Mark Sanchez. Who am I Chad missing? Pete. Brett Favre for nine games. Chad Chad was a beast. I don't think he gets enough love. Testaverde Pennington played was well. Very good. Testaverde had small small. They got to an AFC Championship game with him. Yeah, They're but again, on the door. He, they didn't do it back-to-back years. At any rate. All right, man. Enjoy your Thanksgiving and, and uh, keep calling the games great, and I'll, I'll see you around. You're the man. Happy Thanksgiving, buddy. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi. Checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Dare. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. Great stuff from Mark Sanchez. Really good guy. And a really good quarterback for two straight years with the Jets. Um, We started to look at games. I figured the easiest way to do this, listen, picking games on a Wednesday morning for Sunday is very difficult. I have made some bets for the weekend. I'll reveal those. Let's before we do the NFL, I have bet Ohio State minus seven and a half. Probably the wrong side. It's a big number, rivalry game, blah, blah, blah. Just remember, Michigan had, I think, three guys who were drafted in the top 45 on their defense alone last year. Their defense was incredible. The ground game ate up Ohio State. They won at home in the snow. Three years before that, Ohio State wiped the floor with them pretty much. Two years, they blew them out of the water. And then the other year, I think they won by 11. I think we get back to a little Ohio State ownership. If Blake Corum does not play, and it's how all intents are, he's not going to play. Everything that I've read is it's no go. Um, my read is Ohio State by anywhere from 14 to 17. I know it's a rivalry game, but this game's been circled on the calendar for a year for the Buckeyes. I, I think Ohio State delivers here. I have bet them. USC and uh, Notre Dame is a much tougher game to handicap. I am genuinely concerned for USC. This was a huge win for them over UCLA. A lot of energy was spent. You heard a lot of jaw jacking all week. After the game, they're being celebrated. USC controls their own destiny. Uh, and listen, there is a lot of pressure on USC. They are at home. And the number, curiously, I think I saw five. Let me just double check to see what it is. As we're recording now, um, USC currently a, yikes, uh, what on earth? Oh, okay, five and a half, line five and a half, USC favored. Notre Dame's been playing well, obviously. There's a big step up in class offensive-wise, um, but the, I, just, I don't know what to expect for the Irish, and I'm worried that USC has been reading all the clippings They've got the Thanksgiving break tossed in there, and it's like, we're the kings of the town. We got back at UCLA. There's a lot of business left to be done for USC. Like, if they lose this game, what happens to the Pac-12 does not matter. They're not going to the playoff. Got to beat Notre Dame. Can they deliver? I would bet USC money line, but that's not going to pay anything. 
Um, you have to lay a lot of money, and then USC could lose. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't give that out as a bet. I, you can't really tease USC here. You're not. What are you teasing through three and four across zero? That does nothing. I, I don't know, folks. It just, I, okay, should, you just want to bet the over, like you did last week with USC and UCLA. The number's gone up sixty-two and a half to sixty-four and a half. Notre Dame will be able to move the ball on the ground too, but UCLA did that as well. I just, uh, it's going to be tough for Caleb Williams to be that impressive back-to-back weeks. He had 500 yards of offense against the top 15 team. What can he do for an encore? Pressure's on. Everybody's talking about him in the draft next year going number one. This is just a tough spot. The spot screams Notre Dame, but I can't bet the Irish here. I mean, I guess, I, you know what? I think I just talked myself into the Irish. Take the points. Take the five and a half. USC wins a close one. I mean, they won a close one uh, against UCLA. They lost a very close one against Utah. And if they're not favored by a ton, they're winning close games. So I, I'm going to go, I guess I'll take Notre Dame, taking five and a half, and I'll go with the over 64 and a half. Um, let's get to NFL. I'll, I'll quickly run through the Thanksgiving games. I have bet two of them. I already am regretting one of them because I didn't totally realize at the time that Kirk Cousins is in prime time. And I, I said it on yesterday's podcast, like Minnesota, two and a half, yes. There is some juice involved. But it's Bill Belichick against Kirk Cousins. The Patriots lead the league in pressure rate. Okay, number one. Kirk Cousins is coming off an abysmal performance against Dallas, which, oh, by the way, top three in pressure rate. Okay? No left tackle for Minnesota. I, I just keep leaning on this. Teams, according to Fox, I and I asked this specifically, the cool thing about this job at Fox, guys, is we've got a great gambling team, uh, stats guys. I can ask them anything. Here was my question. If you go back 10... No, I'm sorry, wrong one. Teams that lose by 30-plus at home, how do they do the next week? And I said 10 to 20 season sample size. Uh, the guy writes back, over the last 20 seasons, teams that lose by 35 points or more, regardless of it was home or away, 72-42-5 against the spread. Additionally, those teams went 48-24-4 ATS in games taking place in November or later. So bouncing back late in the season is a gimme. No, I mean, I'm sorry, not a gimme, but it's, it's a favorable look for us. Now, the other thing that I don't like about this against my bet as remember, I talked about it last week. Teams that did not cover last week versus teams that did. That's where you can find the biggest change in point spread. Before Minnesota was throttled, they were three and a half point favorites. Now they're two and a half. So the number adjusted down. I'm sorry, I'm on Minnesota here. Obviously, you guys know I do not like the Patriots. I think I've got to take the Giants, and I don't want to. Every bone in my body says avoid the Giants here. Did you guys see the injuries? The wide receiver, I don't know what they're going to do legitimately. The, pay, uh, the, the Cowboys will stack the box and dare Vanilla Vic, a.k.a. Danny Dimes, well, that's his real name, to pass and beat them. And they have no receivers. It sounds like the tight end who broke his eye socket. You remember that a couple, uh, I think it was a Jacksonville game, got his eye poked. It was ugly. Sounds like he won't be back for this one. Somehow the total's going up. But listen to this. Last week, the spread for this game, six and a half. Then Dallas wins. In a late, I think it was in the afternoon window, 37, 40 to 3, clobbering the 8 and 1 Vikings. And the line's down 9.5. I think on principle, you've got to take the Giants, but I would say, wait, maybe you'll see a 10 because nobody's betting the Giants here. Nobody. 
is everybody and their mom is going to be have a Dallas ticket while they're sitting there eating the turkey and the stuffing and the yams, and they're going to be like, oh, let's go Cowboys, Tony Pollard, yeah. So I, 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 I mean, listen, I can't find an edge for the Giants other than they didn't cover last week. They looked awful. Dallas looked incredible. Fade what you just saw. Take the Giants. Um, Buffalo, Detroit, I have no action, but just because it's right after the Macy's Day Parade, I don't know if World Cup is on at the same time, but it's going to be a wild morning Thursday. That's faux show. I would lean Buffalo, but nine and a half, uh, probably nothing for me. So then we get to Sunday, and here's what I have so far, and you're going to hate it. Two double-digit favorites. Miami minus 12, KC minus 14 and a half. I mean, can the Texans bounce back? They are on the list of teams that did not cover, but guess what? Miami was on a bye, so that game's eliminated. KC did not cover last week. They bounced back. Now let's look at what the the adjustment was for the Kansas City game. It was 10. It's now 14 and a half. Now there's some, some new things. Matt Stafford, concussion, unlikely to play. Obviously no Cooper Cup. Can Bryce Perkins or I don't know if Wolford's coming back? Whoever the quarterback is for the Rams, can they do anything in this spot? Outdoors, Arrowhead, season's over. You know, I know there's a big number, but do you really want to be saying, come on, Bryce Perkins, you can do it. And then he's throwing to like Ben Skoranek. I mean, yeah, Kansas City probably just says, I don't really care about this game. We're going to steamroll you. And they come out to a 21-0 lead. And then there's some dicey moments where the Rams are like, Maybe going to come in the back door because again, fourteen and a half. You got to win by. I mean, that's a lot of points. And I always like to look at this: who's on deck after the Rams? Oh, Kansas City has to go to Cincinnati for a rematch of the AFC title game. What game do you think they're thinking more about? The Super Bowl chumps who are done this season with their backup quarterback and no Cooper Cup. Or next week's game against Joe Burrow in Cincinnati against the team that beat him in the AFC title game. This is a risky bet, guys. I'm doing it anyway. Kansas City minus 14 and a half. Miami minus 12 against Houston. I've seen nothing in Houston. There's actually rumors, believe it or not, that Davis Mills may not get the start. And it could be either Lovey Smith is going to change up the quarterback or uh, Davis Mills would be on a short hook. Now, it looks like I'm looking at the depth chart here. Fun fact, can you name the backup quarterback of the Houston Texans? Hint, he played for Washington. Hint, he played for Carolina. Kyle Allen. I honestly did not know he was still in the league. He is the backup to Davis Mills. He's only 26. He played sparingly for Washington last year and in 2020. But really, 2019 was the year. He had a couple of really good games with Carolina. Then reality hit and he got eaten up. Listen, I I can't take I can't take Houston here at all. I'm sure they'll show up, and Miami's going to be like, ah, whatever. This game means nothing to us. And again, this is the part of the calendar when the playoffs are talked about legitimately, and teams maybe are looking ahead. After Houston, Mike McDaniel has his toughest stretch as a head coach, the toughest Tua will ever face so far in his career. You travel to San Fran, one of the four or five best teams in the league. Stay on the West Coast, presumably, for the Chargers. Then you travel back to Orchard Park for Buffalo, where it's probably going to be 12 degrees. Folks, 
it would not surprise me if Miami came out flat, did not look good against Houston. Now, I know that's borderline impossible because Houston is so bad. But when you're talking about a 12-point spread, all it takes is one fluky Brandon Cooks touchdown, a Tua fumble, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, geez, well, now Miami's got to score a ton of points. Too bad I laid it. Tampa minus three. That's an obvious one. I, I don't really like Cleveland. This number started to tick up. Looks like it's three and a half elsewhere in the market. So, I mean, if you could find a three, great. Even a three with juice. Mine has juice. But three and a half, you know, you, you don't like to lay that on the road. I just, I'm not a huge fan of the Cleveland Browns, what I've seen. I, foolishly, I had them two weeks ago um, in Miami, and that was the last straw for me. I'm done with them. Maybe when Deshaun comes back, it'll get interesting. Cincinnati, Tennessee. I I think I'm going to lay it with Tennessee here. That would be my only play. Again, Bengals, huge rivalry game last week against Pittsburgh. Kansas City at home next. This match against Tennessee is, I mean, it's kind of a forgotten game. Now, remember, last year in the playoff meeting, Tennessee largely dominated Joe Burrow and the Bengals and still lost. If you remember, I think that was the game where um, Burrow was sacked something like nine times and they needed like a last-second field goal from the kicker, McPherson. Yes, that is exactly what happened. 1916, Tennessee sacked Burrow. Yes, nine times Burrow had a pick, but Tannehill was legitimately awful. Three interceptions out of 24 passes. He was atrocious. A.J. Brown had a monster game, as did Jamar Chase, but ultimately this came down to Tannehill interceptions and a late field goal for the Bengals. But Derrick Henry, not a great game, only 62 yards. Deontay Foreman, who's now starring, starring, he's now in Carolina as the starter. Uh, He had a big game, so they were able to run the football well. I think Tennessee wins this game outright. So I will be backing Tennessee probably uh, on the money line and getting the points. I think that's going to be one of the five that make my card uh, in in the contest. Uh, I'm not going to touch Jets-Bears. The line was at six because they thought Justin Fields may not play. Now it's looking like, oh, well, maybe Zach Wilson's not the starter. And you're looking at Trevor Simeon against Mike White? I, I Who knows? Um, Chargers, Arizona. I, I kind of want to take the Chargers here, but this has gone up from two and a half to four and a half. Arizona coming back from Mexico. They've got the internal disarray. So you guys saw this. Eno Benjamin was like the starting running back for two or three weeks when James Conner was out. I remember on my fantasy team. And then all of a sudden, last week, they outright cut him. He's a backup running back. Cut him. And I, I couldn't find an exact reason. Apparently, something went down between him and a position coach. Hmm. What happens in Mexico City? Well, a position coach, I think the same guy who got into it with Eno Benjamin, had an incident in Mexico and was sent home and then subsequently fired. Cliff Kingsbury's staff is melting down, guys. I don't know what's going on there. I like the Chargers going to Arizona and getting the win. Four and a half is not a great number, but I would probably lean that way or nothing. I'm looking at San Francisco as they're starting to peak, but that number is at nine? Come on, nine points? We'll see. I, I don't like anything I've seen from the Saints lately. And then that win over the Rams was Fugazi, and it was nothing. Look what they did in, in Pittsburgh. Ten points outdoors. Couldn't do it. Couldn't move the football. Um, I guess that that's pretty much what I'm looking at for the weekend. Um, I'll be honest. I haven't bet England-U.S. soccer yet. I really want to, but guys, come on. At that point, you're straight up betting with your heart that the U.S. is going to win or get the draw. 
there is some some chatter, and again, it's just chatter that this Harry Kane injury is something. Uh, I think it was an ankle that he dinged up in the Iran game. I'm, I told you guys after that after that game, um, Iran. I don't want to say was head hunting, but they were really going after him. And, and Harry Kane took a, a, a knock. They're saying it's his right ankle, and. Um, it was, I guess he's going to have a scan at some point today to find out what the damage is. So there's a chance Harry Kane does not start up front. Now, listen, we've talked about it. England is deep as hell. Okay. England's going to be fine without Harry Kane, but, but is there, is there a chance the U S comes out fired up, not down in the dumps after the tie and says, you know what? Harry Kane, their best goal scorer. He ain't there. We, we, we got this. Again, Harry Kane is very good. Uh, one of the better strikers in the tournament. But the depth on England is ridiculous. Like, the U.S. is turning to guys on the bench, you know, uh, so, uh, MLS guys, some play internationally. They, they got a good team. I like the U.S.'s team. England it has a bunch of world-class $100 million players. It's going to be tough. I'm probably not going to bet it. Maybe I'll take a shot in the dark on who the U.S. goal scorer is because I think they listen. Iran got through for two. That could have been, and it wasn't totally garbage time. I think it was four nothing, and then they scored one, and then it was six one, and they got a PK late. Maybe I don't, I don't remember, but I'm ho- I'm rooting obviously for the U.S. I'll be on social media for that one, and um, I'll be posting some college football, college hoops, other World Cup bets on the gram. Uh, other World Cup bets I have. Here to round out the podcast, Switzerland on the money line, minus 136. Under two and a half goals, Spain at Costa Rica. Germany over two and a half goals. I think the Germans open up a can. Uh, I actually try. I took a long shot dart. You know how sometimes you'll bet first touchdown in a game or last touchdown? I took a, a shot at Germany to win exactly three to one. We'll see what happens. And then Croatia, Morocco, first half draw. Yes, I'm deep in the weeds. In the World Cup. All right, that's it for Thanksgiving week, guys. Um, Everybody enjoy the break. You need questions, you can hit me up on social media. I'll try to respond. Otherwise, I'm thankful for so many things. But in regard to this podcast, you guys listening, subscribe, rating, reviewing, the engagement online. We've had an incredible, I think, two and a half years. Very excited for what's to come in the future. Um, Podcast is rocking and rolling. I'll also take guest requests. If you guys have any, hey, what about getting after this guy? I'm sure there's some gambling people out there um, I don't know about that you guys want to introduce me to. Um, Thought-provoking, interesting, forward-thinking guys. That's, That's our wheelhouse here on the podcast. All right, have a great break. We'll talk to you Monday. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, That grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. 
Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.